on Triple M, the Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Welcome to the Saturday Sports Show. Thanks to Extreme Sports in the Carafa City Shopping Centre and a shout-out to Sharon and all the staff working down there at Extreme today. On In our first hour, we'll talk boxing. We had a tournament up at the Tambray a few weeks ago, so we'll catch up with Shane from the Raiders Boxing Club and find out what happened there and where to from here for our local boxers. The Carafa Cart Club is gearing up for the Northern Zone meeting in a few weeks' time. We'll catch up with Scotty Hunter from the Cart Club in this opening hour and find out what is happening with that. And we haven't spoken to Jimmy Daniel for a few weeks, so we'll catch up with him from the Burrup Mountain Biking Club and find out what's going on. We haven't got the results of the six-hour event yet, Jim. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. It's been a while since we caught up with Shane from the Raiders Boxing Club. Uh, and uh, last time we spoke, they were about to have uh, a tournament, a boxing tournament at the Tambray. Uh, so let's find out. Oh, I love that music, Shane. How do you like that for a background? <laughs> hey? I love it, mate. It's my favourite song. <laughs> See, I the tiger rock. See, I the tiger. Hey, uh, uh, it's, uh, how did it go at the Tambray? It's, uh, it's about a month ago now. Yeah, uh, 17th of uh, June. Yep. Yep. No, we uh, sold out. Uh, all all the fights were between my boys and and boys from uh, around the state. Yeah, okay. Uh, how so, many, eight. so how many fights were on the card? Uh, eight matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of them were exhibitions. Okay. Which means they just didn't match up correctly, as in weights or yeah. experience, things like that. So they just had to don the bigger gloves and and try not to go too hard. Do they have to wear the headgear as well? Ah, uh, yeah, headgear is a must. Yep. Only if you've had over ten fights, uh, you don't wear headgear. Okay, so the three exhibition fights uh, take away from the eight. That gives you five fights that were uh legit if you like uh for the yep, on the card no. how did they go how did your uh, your five fighters go perfect uh first match was with my son uh he oh. fought a boy from broom mm-hmm. uh 44 kilo they're only sub school boys real young but there was my boy's 10th fight it was only this kid's uh fourth i think or third or fourth okay uh it was actually really close considering the gap but this boy had a couple of years older than mine but yeah my boy ended up taking that one uh on points then we had ruben he's my 75 he had to step up to 80 kilos to get a match but it didn't really matter he he ended the fight at about the 40 second mark (laughs) with with a body shot oh it was a killer a body shot and uh yeah, the old soul snatcher yeah okay yeah yeah uh so that one finished quickly and then Jack jumped in. He's by 80 kilo. I actually got him to drop down to 75 for this match. Um, and I don't think that's the way he lost the match. Uh, he did really well last. He took the last round. He just took a while to get started. So I think I'm going to keep him at 80. Drop could, him you back have, up. could you not have swapped him and Ruben round? Make, let Jack fight the 80 and Ruben the 75? Yeah, it was... Uh, it was a last-minute thing, and Ruben had been told that he had to go up to 80 well before it, so he'd kind of packed the weight on. Right. And where the 75, the 80 going to 75 knew about his ages ago, so he'd been trying to cut for like six weeks. Right, yeah. So it was too late by the time that all came to be. Uh, so, yeah, he ended up losing his. Um, 
Oh, Thomas. Thomas, that is. He's one of my youth uh, juniors, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing. Started late. He lost the first two rounds. Oh, close. He, he won the third, but uh, yeah, he didn't end up taking the match. And then my elite boy, he's at about 30 fights. He's at 63.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, same thing. First two rounds were close. He took the third pretty pretty clearly. Um, so I'm starting to put a rocket up my boys' bums. Sounds like Jack Thomas and your elite uh, boy uh, might be West Coast Eagles fans. Slow starters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fantastic analogy. I'll be turning that around, though. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I hope you can do something for the West Coast then because uh, they need to turn around. They haven't got too many rounds left in them this year. Yeah. Uh, so what now then for the, the, the fighters out of the uh, Raiders uh, boxing gym? Uh, yep, so we are, we're heading off to Brisbane next, actually, for the National Golden Gloves. How many That's, are you taking uh, over? Uh, six boys, six, okay. six for our team. It's a four-day event, mm-hmm. so it's pretty much like you get you get put into a... It's a knockout comp. Not knockout personally, but as soon yeah, as you yeah. lose... Round, round you don't get sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty, pretty much. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then last man standing is the, is the champ, so I got... Six six going. My boy who won the, he's going up to forty four kilos though. He's mm-hmm. obviously growing. Um, Thomas will have another go. You're going to leave uh, Jack and Ruben in their own age and their own weight class then, seventy five and eighty. Will be. Yeah, so they'll be swapping around. Ruben yep. will go back to seventy five and Jack will go back to eighty. Yep. And uh, Corey, uh, who didn't get a match, he'll he'll be going in at eighty. I couldn't get him one. And uh, and. Uh, in uh, Michigan, so yeah. Oh yeah. So when is that? That's that's not till August, yeah. August, yeah. August twenty fourth through to the twenty eighth. Ah, twenty seventh. Sorry. Well, we'll catch up with you uh, probably in about seven or eight weeks' time uh, and find out how the uh, how the lads went over at the National Golden Gloves uh, at the end of August. So put it in your diary. I'll be touching base with you uh, sometime in September, mate. Roger, thank you very much. Question for you, though, without yep. notice. Um, do you have uh, girls uh, training in your gym for fights or not? Uh, we have. We don't at the minute, but, I've, yeah, I've had a few girls over the years. Yep. Right. Uh, so if people want to uh, get involved in the boxing, in the sweet science, how do they get in touch with you, Shane? Uh, yep, they just uh, jump onto Raiders Boxing Club on Facebook. Yep. Uh, we're a competition-only club, so there's no actual fitness classes uh but yeah but if they if they want to compete uh yeah come on all right so anyone's welcome raiders boxing club on the old facebook uh and and given what shane just said you come down to train you're trained to fight and then you we go into the tournaments mate uh, always good to catch up with you well done to the uh the fighters at the tambray and good to hear that the all the fights took place inside the ropes not outside the ropes <laughs> and uh we'll plan on doing another one of those again next year yeah, shall do. Bloody oath. That was good in the tambour. We'll probably uh, keep it there, I think. Good on you. Thanks, Shane. Thanks for your time on a Saturday morning. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The Caratha Cart Club, located out in the uh, industrial estate on Anderson Street, is uh, hosting the Northern Zone meeting coming up 
It's around three or so weeks away, but we thought we'd have a chat with the Carafa Car Club uh, a few weeks out so that we can promote this event and get plenty of people down there and uh, so we can find out a little bit more about the event itself. We'll have a chat with Scotty Hunter from the uh, Cart Club Committee. Hello, Scotty. Welcome to Saturday Sports Show. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to uh, have you along. Now, uh, karting is, I guess, f- for those people that do have an F1 bent, uh, karting is the, um, it's the, it's the playground. It's the nursery for those that uh, go on, ultimately, to uh, go to Formula One. And would that be... A, a desire for any of the uh, locals at the Karatha Cart Club? Would they have Absolutely. that in mind? Absolutely a desire. I mean, F1 is a uh, very lucrative um, sports oh, avenue and, and you know, a testament to, to WA, WA's best in, in Daniel Ricciardo. Um, that's where he, he cut his teeth in, in terms of racing was, uh, was the local karting scene in, mm. in Western Australia. Yeah, and I mean you've, you go, you can go back through history. Your Michael Schumacher's, your uh, your Nicky Lauders, even through to Lewis Hamilton uh, and the likes, uh, even Max Verstappen, they all came through the ranks of karting uh, in their various uh, locales. Now, uh, the, tell us about the Northern Zone meeting. Uh, it's going to be on uh, August five, according to my calendar here. So, as I said, it's about three or so weeks away. What does it mean? What's the Northern Zone meeting? Yeah, so correct. Uh, 5th of August is our is our second zone, uh, second of four zones. Um, so we, we share the zones uh, in regional WA, sort of northern WA, uh, the first of which was a couple of weeks ago in Port Hedland. Mm-hmm. Second, of course, is uh, is, is, is ours in, in Karatha. Um, and we'll conclude with the, the final zone for the year in uh, Exmouth later in the year. Um, those zones um, are basically the, the northern zone circuit. So that's the series. Um, we have club championships per club, uh, and then we come together uh, four times a year to race race against each other and um, fight for the championship of, of Northern, Northern Zone champion. So but in its basic form, it's an inter-club meet uh, for the Northern clubs? Correct. All right. Yeah. So how many uh, members or how many drivers would you have across seniors and juniors with uh, the Karatha Car Club? With Karatha Kart Club, we probably are the most uh, the, the most popular kart club of the Northwest. Um, we have on our books approximately 50, 50 drivers, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously including the families and so on and so forth. We have just over a little over a hundred members uh, on the books, which is uh, which is really great. So for the uh, the Northern Zone meet then in a few weeks' time, are you you're obviously going to expect uh, drivers and families and crews, pit crews and stuff from out of town. Well, how how big will that boost the uh, the, the size of the pits in in, in that case for uh, right? If you've got uh, say for want uh, of well say dreaming, if you've got every local driver uh, and their vehicles, there's fifty. Uh, are you expecting that and more from out of town, or probably only half that? No, look, we're probably absolutely expecting that and more um, once the uh, the Headland crew, Tom Price, and Exmouth crews all sort of travel. Um, the pit area becomes quite congested, um, it and it's 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 a haven of of two stroke smoke blowing in the air and mm. and, and two stroke engines revving. Oh, the smell um, of two stroke in the morning. Oh, no, it's just absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We've actually got quite a large pit area that can accommodate you know base stations, caravans, and stuff for yeah, those okay. that travel. Um, so we've got quite a large facility to accommodate the uh, the external clubs. All right. How how big is the track? 
So the track is uh, from flag to flag. Yeah, so the track is 702 metres in total. All right. Um, that 702 metres consists of eight corners. Mm-hmm. Um, how many left, how many corners. right? Come on, let's do this properly like they do on the F1. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's, it's, a very, it's very much a, uh, a right-hand-led track. Is it? Um, and I think we have seven, sorry, six right-hand corners and two lefts. Okay. So we're travelling around this in a clockwise manner then, or is it It must be clockwise if you're going to get that many yeah, rights. Yeah, so... We do change. We do change it up uh, throughout the year, but for for the zone specifically, we'll be travelling clockwise. All right, seven hundred metres with uh, eight corners. Uh, how many are there? Uh, hairpins in there? Uh, no hairpins. Turn two is probably the tightest corner, yeah. um, which sort of cuts back on itself. Not quite a uh, quite a hairpin, but um, in terms of speed, that's probably our slowest corners. And drivers get down to sort of. Anywhere between the 40 to 48 kilometre uh, sort of range for oh, navigating that corner. That's the slow one then, is it? What's your, what's your, yeah. what's your quick corner then? Uh, the, the, the quickest corner probably would be um, probably five or six down the back straight. There's yeah, a, bit okay. of a, uh, a bit of a chicane down the back straight. So um, I wouldn't like to guess the speed down there, but I would say they're, they're sort of navigating uh, five and six at around, around 70 to 80 kilometres mm. in the seniors. All right. So if you, you get your you get your hands and your feet and your mind right, you can flick through that chicane uh, without having to do too much work. That's the theory. Absolutely. That's the theory. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Racing uh, in three weeks' time, we've got the Northern Zone meeting at the Caratha Car Club uh, out in the Caratha Industrial Estate. Uh, are we having a, a drivers' meeting before racing gets underway? Yeah, so how the uh, how the zones normally work? We have a practice day on the Friday for the drivers yep. and and, uh, and and pit dads and mums to uh, to fine tune their carts, and mm-hmm. then on the Saturday morning, we have uh, two practice rounds. Um, so drivers and and uh, mechanics can do their their final you know little adjustments and final tune. Mm-hmm. Then we generally go into a, a drivers brief. Uh, drivers brief explains safety regulations and, yep. and whatnot for the day, um, areas of accountability, just to make sure that everybody knows what's what. Um, and that normally starts around 8.30 to 9 o'clock of the morning before mm-hmm. racing commences at, uh, at around 9.30 to 10 o'clock. All right. How many heats would you expect to run per class? Uh, so there's four heats per class. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a cadets class, junior class, and then a couple of senior classes. Mm-hmm. Each of those classes does four heats um, before they go into the fifth race uh, per class, which is the final. And so, how many laps are we talking about? A seven hundred meter track. How many laps in the in the heats, and how many laps in the final? In the heats, it, it does differ between juniors and seniors. The juniors will do uh, sort of ten to twelve laps in the heats, and then a fifteen lap final. Yep. And seniors will do sort of twelve to fifteen laps in the heats, and then a twenty lap final. All right. Uh, and who, how do they qualify for the final? Is it uh, first couple in each in each of the heats, or just the winner of each heat? So basically, it works on a points system. Yep. Uh, so as the drivers uh, go through their heats, uh, that determines their their points, first, second, and third. Yep. Uh, and that's uh, that allows them to to um, get their their starting position on the grid uh, each race. Yep. We do have a it's a points system. So if you're leading the points for the day um, at a period during the day, we'll have a reverse grid. Reverse grid. So if yep. you start at the front, then you'll start at the back and work your way through the field. Generally speaking, um, whoever has the most points at the uh, at the point of the final will be starting at the uh, front of the grid. We'll start on pole. How many uh, how many uh, grid positions are there for the final? 
uh, depending on the class and the in the numbers. Um, but we generally have uh, in the in the junior class we will have sort of six to eight races, mm -hmm. um, and in the senior classes we can have anywhere from sort of six to to ten uh, drivers on the track at one point. That's going to be congested going into turn one. Give you, just give you a tip right now. Uh, now, safety obviously is an issue. Obviously, all the drivers have all the safety kit, but how is the track set up for safety? Do we have arrestor beds? Do we have tyre barriers on the corners? Is it fully tyre barricaded? Yeah, so um, we've we recently had a, a, a huge upgrade. We've spent um, $300,000 at the club doing doing upgrades, track resurfacing and safety uh, configurations with tyre walls. Mm -hmm. Um, so we do have, um, you know, industry industry leading, I guess you could say, tyre walls on, on each of the corners, as well as sand traps. So all of our high-speed corners, we have a sort of 5 to 10 metre sand trap before you get to that tyre wall. So um, safety is obviously paramount in, in karting and particularly motorsport. Um, and our track is, is, we're a little bit biased, of course, because it's our home track, but it's uh, it's up there with one of the best in the state, I'm, uh, sure I'm happy to say. <laughs> Mate, uh, the racing gets underway uh, from 10 with practice a little bit earlier. Now, uh, how do we get in? Are we going to, uh, how much are we slugging uh, um, entry fee for people to come out? Uh, the Just the spectators? Are we, is it free entry or are they charging gold coin? What's the go? No, absolutely not, Dave. Uh, all you need to uh, to be able to attend on the day is a smile. Oh. Um, it's it's free entry for, for the day. Um, and obviously we have uh, a fully licensed bar and canteen. Um, to, to support throughout the day uh, for spectators. But, uh, no, absolutely, entry, entry fee is free. All right. Uh, canteen and bar, are they uh, cash or FPOS or both? Uh, both. Okay. Both. We have uh, both, both available on the day. Just need to let people know because sometimes they get out to an event and uh, they say, uh, we don't take cash. Uh, so it's not totally cashless. That's good. Uh, so if you're heading yep. out there... Saturday, the uh, 5th of August, is the Northern Zone meeting at the Caratha Kart Club. Uh, and just to quickly finish it off, there is a raffle that uh, will be raffled off. I'm going to uh, suggest to selling tickets throughout. Uh, well, you, if you've got the tickets ready, you could probably start selling them now, but you'll draw the winner at Prezos. Is that right? That's that's correct, mate. So we'll draw we'll draw the prizes um, uh, that evening during presentations, which probably normally commence around 6.30 to 7 o'clock that evening. Um, and we're in the process at the moment of, of reaching out to um, to good local vendors around town for, mm -hmm. for donations for us to raffle off. Um, we're very, very appreciative of, of those that are always, uh, already donated. Um, and, uh, yeah, the raffle tickets will be sold on the day. So we'll have a couple of our junior members and, and parents uh, wandering around the pits in the spectator area selling raffle tickets. Um, I won't I won't let the cat out of the bag, but some really cool prizes are uh, available and, and on offer. So Very good. encourage everybody to get down and get a couple. All right, Scotty, thanks for your time on a Saturday sports show. Uh, I was warned that once I get you started, you probably won't stop talking, but uh, we've managed <laughs> to uh, get through that. It's August the 5th, uh, folks, the Northern Zone meeting at the Caratha Cart Club and out on Anderson Street in the industrial estate. Thanks for your time on a Saturday morning. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. We haven't spoken to the Burrup Mountain Biking uh, Club for a wee while. Last time we spoke to Jimmy Daniels, they were gearing up for the six-hour race, and uh, now they're gearing up for the next uh, enduro. So let's get him back on the program on the Saturday Sports Show. Hello, Jimmy. How are you? Fantastic, mate. How are you? 
Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, don't mind Saturday mornings. I can get it all over and done with, and then I can put my feet up and uh, have a, some uh, hydration, if you like. We'll put it that way. Yes. Uh, and enjoy my weekend of sport. Hey, uh, in the intro, I said we haven't spoken for a while, which is fairly true. Uh, have yes. you, the six hour, that was uh, probably two, maybe three weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah, three weeks ago. So an amazing event. That was really good. Again, um, like I said, that's one of those, the, the biggest event in our calendar, and it's one we all look forward to every year. Um, it was We had perfect mountain biking weather. There was just a little bit of rain, so it made the track really fast and, and sticky. It was right. great. Yeah, and that's good, really, is it? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, keep, mainly, the main thing, it kept the dust down. Yeah, yes. So you, didn't, you know, you weren't uh, having that gritty teeth feeling all, all for the next few Do we have a dust problem in the bar, really? That was tongue-in-cheek, mate. That was tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the winds we've had over the past fortnight. Um, Got it, yeah. Yeah, indeed. All right, so who who was the uh, overall winners then of the uh, the six hours? So, yeah, we had the male solo was Roman Cabs, mm-hmm. um, the Frenchman, the flying Frenchman. Um, I forget the number of laps he completed, but he rode over 100 kilometres. I think it was 110 113 kilometres uh, in the six hours. You're lucky you've got is, him, uh, mate, because he was probably just warming up for the Tour de France. <laughs> yeah, I think he was in Lycra as well. <laughs> no, it was a stellar effort. Actually, he's, he, he is a very fast rider, and he was he was actually pushed by a couple of other guys from um, out of town. So mm-hmm. we did have some crew up from Perth for the, for the race. So it was really good to see um, some really healthy competition there. I think the second place was only one lap behind him. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really good. All right, so that's the male solo. What other yep. categories do we have? So we had um, Pile Perry. She won the female solo. Yep. Um, and I forget how many laps she did, but she was up in the 90s of kilometres. So, again, a massive... It's a fair effort, effort, isn't it? Oh, it's, I mean, it's just a long time to sit on the saddle, isn't it? Six hours, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, they stop every now and again. <laughs> Because they're not exactly lounge chairs, are they? <laughs> no, no, they're built for uh, speed, not comfort. <laughs> yes. Um, no, it was great. It looked really, really good racing. And um, just uh, happened to be that uh, the laps coincided and, and Pele and Roman crossed the finish line at the same time. So it was really cool. Very good. Great finish. Yeah. Um, we had a good turnout with the teams as well. It was a fancy dress. The, uh, the young kids... Um, the juniors won the best dressed, and they were the team M and M's, and they were dressed up as the M and M's. So yeah, it was it was really cool. You know, did you get dressed up? Did you get dressed up, Jimmy? I put shorts and a t-shirt on. Yeah. Oh, yep. Well, that's getting dressed up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I I rode around a little bit in the dark. I was supposed to be a, a duo with uh, my wife, and she did one lap and decided one of our kids was too sick, so I. Oh, family comes first, mate. You've got to give her that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. No, it's good. Oh, very good. All right, mate. So uh, that's the six hour done and dusted. Now, the next event, big event, is uh, the next enduro, and it's next Sunday. Is that right? Tomorrow week? Uh, the 16th. Yeah. I think it's a, yes, a Saturday or Sunday. Yes. 16th of Sunday. Sunday, yep. It's a morning race, so we've got four stages. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the track uh, the track fairies have been out there prepping, uh, <laughs> raking and getting, getting everything ready for it. Um, we are going to use a couple of the courses that the 
West Australian Gravity Enduro used last year. So pretty impressive courses. Um, there is, of course, there's a, if you have never done Enduro and you want to have a go, the, there are two, so there's two um, courses that are e easier, let's say, not so extreme. Okay. Um, so if you want to come and have a go, those are the two. You, just, you only have to do those two. Now, is this, this is the event where you only get timed on the downhill, is that right? That's right, yep, yep. You only get timed on the downhill. So where you, you, you allow gravity to do its work. Absolutely. You can push your bike or carry your bike up the hill um, <laughs> or ride it, um, you know, get it heli dropped, whatever. Um, but then, you, yeah, you only get timed on the downs. All so right. It's, it's, yeah, it's gravity, it's fun. How do we? Uh, how do we? People get uh, involved. How do they nominate? Uh, can and do? Can can riders from outside of the club get involved in this? Yes. So we can still do the um, day license. Yep. So you do do still have to go through Oz Cycle. Yep. Um, but all the details are on our Facebook page and our web page. Um, so um, that's barrettmountainbikeclub.com. That are you? Um, so you find us there and on the Facebook page. So all the information there to how to sign up um, and go through the Ozcycle Day Licence. All right. So it kicks off next Sunday morning. Uh, whereabouts? Uh, it'll be in the hills. I think the race village will be near the ranges, behind the ranges yep. on Dewitt Road. Yes. Oh, yep. Down there. Yes. So head, yeah, out, exactly. head out past towards the LIA and then uh, near the exactly. ranges. Yep. Yep, there'll be maps, um, maps and everything put up on our on our Facebook page as well. What time um, are you kicking off? Um, I think we'll be kicking off around eight o'clock. Very good. Eight, eight for registrations, nine o'clock kickoff, I, I believe. But uh, I'll, I'm I'm okay to be corrected when you look <laughs> on the web page. <laughs> Jimmy, I'll catch up with you in a couple of weeks' time, and you can give us the results of the uh, the enduro. But uh, look, it's next. Look forward to it. Next Sunday, the 16th, uh, yep. check out Burrup Mountain Bike uh, or Burrup MTB on Facebook and uh, get all the details on there. And uh, if you're not a member yet, you can get a day licence through Oz Cycling and uh, there'll be contacts that uh, can help you through that situation. Jimmy, thanks for your chat. As I said, we'll catch up all with right. you in two weeks' time. Look forward to it. Jimmy Daniels joining us today on the Saturday Sports Show. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. On Triple M. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show. Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show. Thanks to Sharon and the team at Extreme Sports in the Crafter City Shopping Centre. Coming up in this second hour, we have got some indoor cricket updates. Uh, Travis Scroop joining us on the program in this hour. And coming in for you next, we'll have a chat with Jax Homan from the Pilbara Trailblazers. And with a bit of luck, before we finish, we'll catch up with the coach of the uh, North Pilbara team that has travelled down to play the Nutrient Ag Country Football Championships this weekend. Stephen Dodd, hopefully on the phone before we finish at 10 this morning. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Pilbara Trailblazers uh, have got a whole bunch of activities going on uh, and including bringing a an absolute superstar of ultra running into town in less than two weeks' time. Last time I spoke to this girl from Pilbara Trailblazers, we were wrapping up the Red Dirt Backyard Ultra and since then I've managed to catch up with Ethan, Ethan Stewart uh, who was uh, very, very leg-weary and Phil Gore after he did his absolute brilliant best to set a brand new world world record in ultra marathon running 
back, backyard style um, with a, some phenomenal amount of uh, laps. But uh, And Phil was definitely laid up. Um, so let's have a chat with Jax from Pilbara Trailblazers. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, who's this absolute legend of ultra running that you're going to bring to town in, as I said, less than two weeks' time? Her name is Lucy Bartholomew, and she is just um, a phenomenal young Australian um, female ultra athlete. She has a huge host of achievements to her name, uh, and we're really excited that she's going to come and hang out with us, um, do some running with us, and come and meet some people in our community. Right. Okay. Uh, is she going to do any running when she's here, or is she just coming along to uh, be photographed and have selfies with? <laughs> she sure is coming to do some running. She well, is. How, how unusual. Um, <laughs> She's um, a really important part of our Karatha Trail Adventures program and that's part of the reason that we're bringing her up here. Isn't that is just to about come. to finish, your trail adventures? It is about to finish. So um, the big finale on the 22nd of July, Saturday, is our yeah. Trail Adventures multi-distance event. So 7K, 14K, yeah, okay. yes, two weeks today, um, 21 kilometre distance, also a Go Gecko Kids Run, one kilometre. Yep. Um, and Lucy's going to be on the trails running with the participants. She's going to um, do the seven and 14 kilometre course with everybody. It's the same course though, it's just the second loop, isn't it, for the long one? It is, the second piece, yes. Yeah, okay. Now, are you going to ha handicap her in any way, make her do it with like a, a foot and a moon boot or something so, so she doesn't just race away from everyone? Oh, look, I, um, I actually spoke with her and um, she's just so lovely. She's really keen to run socially with everybody. So she's just uh, keen to get amongst it and talk yeah. to people and, and share in their running. I so. can picture it now. She'd be running along and setting a cracking pace and then all of a sudden she'll slow down, turn around and run backwards for a wee while just to have a chat with someone going past and then run off again. I can I can picture it now. I can picture it. She she may in fact do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's not going to be the only running we're going to do with her. We're also going to go out and run with her on the Burrup on Sunday. Are you allowed to go um, out so there? We'll, I think so. I think um, so. Well. We like to run out there, okay. uh, and we'll put some details up on our social media about where that run will be. Um, we want to take her um, to see Red Dog. She's a big fan of the Red Dog movie, so we said we'd take <laughs> her to, you know, to see Red Dog, take her um, have breakfast in Dampier, so we've got some cool things happening on Sunday. Where are you going um, in Dampier for breakfast? You're going to go to the Yacht Club? You're going to go to where? The uh, the Mermaid? What? Where are you going to go? <laughs> Don't think it'll be the mermaid. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a pretty snobby uh, thing to say. Yeah? Sorry to all our dampier listeners. No, I think I don't think it's open at the times that we we get up pretty early. We You're run in the pretty Pilbara, far. Mate. Pubs are open all the time, aren't they? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Details to be confirmed. Good morning to everyone Dave. down in Dampier. Her name is Jax. You can take it up with her. Hey, look, we're bringing Lucy to Dampier. You see around. Come say hi. There's all good things happening. Um, and I have to also share some things that are happening before that. Oh. Um, on the Thursday when Lucy gets into town, um, for our people who are running in the event on Saturday, we're going to have a bib and um, race pack collection event. Mm -hmm. It's going to be held at the Pilbara Regiment at the barracks. And we're also going to screen Lucy's movie called Running Out, which is, um, you got to see it. It's really great. You probably don't want to see it, but oh, I know a lot of people who will enjoy it. Um, about her um, her run of the Larapinta Trail. So and we'll unfair. have a Q&A session with her. So I know. Unfair. But you're in fitness protection. I am. So you can it doesn't mean I can't watch. 
It's like it work, even... Jax. It's like work. Work fascinates me. I can work. I can watch people working for hours. I don't need to have to do it myself. I think it's the perfect kind of engagement with running for you. It's, it's you watching a movie about people running. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I probably could even break out in a sweat just doing that, but. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. All right. So the movie's on the Thursday night. What uh, date is that going to be? The 20th of July. 20th of July. Um, and again, all details will be on our social media on the website. We're just finalising the schedule now. We've got some uh, really cool things with Lucy happening on Friday too, going to do some visits at schools uh, and, yeah, making sure that we get her connected as, with as much of our community as possible. Absolutely. Now, do we need to book for this uh, Thursday night thing out at the uh, barracks? Uh, yes, I think we'll have an event set up on Facebook yep. again so you can um, indicate that you're interested in coming or coming so we can just uh, check numbers and mm. make sure we can accommodate everyone. Very good. Uh, any chance of doing the park run while she's here? No, no unfortunately, because park run's on Saturday yes. and so it's the same day as the Trail Adventures run. All right. When does Trail Adventures wrap up? That is on that Saturday, the 22nd. Okay. So um, we have the run in the morning and then we have our uh, wind-up sort of after party, I guess, uh, on Saturday afternoon at uh, Northwest Brewing. Very good. Well, yes. Should be an awesome time whilst Lucy Bartholomew, athlete ambassador foodie, comes to town on the, what did you say, the 14th? Oh, 20th. Tw sorry, the 20th. Oh, not next week, the week after. The 20th right. of uh, of July. Uh, mate, always good to catch up with you, even if you do always. slam me about being in the fitness protection program. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we're, look we're looking forward to catching up with Lucy when she's in town in a couple of weeks' time, and uh, we'll probably do a wrap of that and a wrap of um, the trail adventures uh, next time we have a chat. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Jax. Uh, from Pilbara Trailblazers, make sure you check out the uh, social medias for the uh, the event coming up on the uh, Thursday night when uh, Lucy comes into town out at the Pilbara Regiment, the uh, Taylor Barracks, for the uh, get-together and a movie for uh, Lucy running. should be a fascinating movie. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. Last time I spoke to this bloke, he was uh, all banged up after uh, breaking some ribs or something in a game of cricket. Who'd have believed it? Travis Scroop from Carrather Indoor Cricket joins us. Hello, Trav. How are you? How you going, mate? All right. You're all banged up last time we spoke. Are you okay now? Yes, mate. All repaired now. Um, <laughs> just a broken rib from hitting a ladder um, from the umpire stand after diving into the net. You idiot. Yes, you get that. Desperation, you know. Oh, Commitment. Commitment for the team, commitment, commitment yeah. for everyone, yeah. Taking one for the team. That's Beautiful. the one. All right, uh, indoor cricket's about to get underway again here in Caratha. What's going on? Yes, mate. Um, new season starting uh, this week. Um, when, when and for new players, where? When and where? When be probably B grade to be a Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, A grade on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, at the country club, we've got the, the Annette next door to the golf country club. Okay. Um, generally starting from 6.15 or 6.30, depending on the night and the grade that you want to play. All right. You got um, any teams in right. yet? Um, we've got pretty much the same as what we had for last season on, I think there was 14 teams. Yep. 
um, spaced over the three nights. So I'm, yeah, really chasing some either one more players because uh, a few of the teams are a little bit light on or some new teams for new competition. All right. So they, it gets underway Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Tuesday, Wednesdays for the uh, the B grade, A grade on the Thursday. Uh, yep. If you are keen on playing, uh, and, well, you could probably come down and have a look first and, and get into it, but how do people uh, get in touch or want to register a team or register a player? Um, they can register through our Facebook, um, the Karatha Indoor Cricket Association page, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's linked directly with us. And, and if you're a, a player that wants to play and looking for a team, you can put your name down on there and someone mm-hmm. will come through and pick you up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to register a team, you can put your team together, put your team name down on the same page, and um, I'll see that, and we'll pick pick you up and put you in the in the fixture. All right. For some people so, listening, that uh, Trav, I know this, you'll find this hard to believe. Some people listening may not even have Facebook. Um, nope. So, how do they get in touch with you if they don't have Facebook? Uh, Sorry, Facebook. Fa- Facebook. Uh, they can get me on oh four oh three six five six one two four. O four o three six five six one two four. Yep, and just flick me a message on that, and tell me who you are and what you want to do, and we can guide you in the right direction. Alrighty. So Karatha Indoor Cricket getting underway this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights uh, from around six fifteen. The uh, centre or the net, the the pitch, if you like, is uh, next door to the uh, country club, uh, where the golf club is uh, in Karatha, uh, down towards. What do they call it? Bulgara, that suburb down there? Yeah, in Bulgara there. There you go. So that's uh, starting this week. If you want to get in touch with uh, the Indoor Cricket Association here and you have got Facebook, check it out, Karatha Indoor Cricket Association. Or if you don't have Facebook, contact Trav Direct on 0403 656 124. Thanks for your time, buddy. Take care. No worries. Thank you very much. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M. The North Pilbara Footy League has got a, a representative side at the Nutrient Ag Country Championships for the first time in a many, many years. Uh, Stephen Dodd is the coach, the back-to-back premiership coach for the Dampier Sharks, now coaching the representative side. Joins me on the phone from Perth this morning. Hello, Doddy. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Not too bad. Carnival got underway for the seniors yesterday. Two games yesterday, two games today. You split yesterday, one and one. Now, how, do you, how does the coach feel about splitting at one and one? Is that a fair result on the day? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, obviously, uh, that second game that we dropped uh, was uh, Great Southern's first game, so they were obviously a little bit fresher, uh, fresher than yeah, us, okay. and they got us a bit on the jump and stuff like that. So, um, look, we know what we need to do to, um, to you know, to improve and, and bounce back, and we're looking to uh, do that today against the um, Onshore Cup and uh, the Gaspoin. So the two games today, with the loss yesterday, does that mean does that effectively put you out, or win two games today? Can you still make the final? Because it's only the top two that play. Yeah, we can. Obviously, um, we need a couple of uh, results to go our way, but um, we've just got to focus on what we can control, and that's um, getting these games done today. So, um, you know, we'll let uh, yeah, we'll let that uh, take its take its course and stuff like that, and we're just focusing on uh, playing some good footy today. Um, first up against Onshore Cup. Yeah, I think it's the first game against Gascoigne, according to the fixtures, or has that changed around? I, was, um, I thought the first game was Onshore Cup. It's the first game Gascoigne, is it? Yeah, first game Gascoigne at one thirty. Onshore, not till 4.30 this afternoon. According to the fixtures oh, now, I don't know yeah, if it's yeah, a late change. So. But... No, we've got uh, Gascoigne uh, first up, so um, yeah, that'll be a 
tricky challenge for us. I think they went down to uh, Esperance uh, late yesterday, so um, they've lost the game as well. So be a pretty important game for us to make sure we uh, we get the win and then set ourselves up to um, yeah try and get that second win as well. Uh, I guess in in layman's terms and, and and footy cliche speak, you can only control what you can control, and so you just yeah. got to concentrate on that, eh? Yeah, that's it. We just want to get our game going, get our running game going, um, put speed on the ball, and uh, hopefully uh, that should set us up. I watched a, a bit of the first game yesterday against North Midlands, uh, which was played, well, it looked like in sunshine to start with, but it was a very overcast day in, in Perth yesterday. Uh, he played at um, North Fremantle, Gil Fraser Reserve, and the boys got off, from what I saw, to a pretty quick start. There was, uh, I think it was three goals, two very quickly um, in that game. Uh, Kenton Smiler and, and Timmy Renton in the forward line um, causing a bit of havoc uh, with their with their pace. Yeah, look, um, obviously fresh... The boys were keen to uh, get off to a good start. When you've only got two 20-minute quarters, you've got to really um, really uh, make the most of your opportunity. It was actually quite breezy and uh, had a little bit of drizzle as well. So uh, when you do have the wind, you've got to make the most of it. All right. Is, uh, and the second game, was that affected by the weather? Because it was forecast for showers and 19 in Perth yesterday. Yeah, no. Nah, well, we've got no excuses, obviously. Um, we probably just didn't convert our opportunities and lock it inside our 450 um, for long enough periods, you know, to put pressure on uh, the opposition. So uh, we know what the areas we need to work on and um, we're looking forward to doing that today. Any players standing out so far in the two games you've played? Uh, yeah, there's been a couple. Obviously, um, a few, uh, few boys. Um, um, Jordan McCollo in the, in the back line has been really solid. Guy Langdon's been solid for us too. And uh, the midfield... Um, which uh, Jason Schleicher and Nathan Bravington and, and that have been rock solid for us. So um, yeah, it's been it's been a good spread of, of players um, that have contributed. But um, yeah, we're just looking to play some good team footy and um, show everyone um, our league can can match up with everyone else. Absolutely. Uh, as I said, it's the first time in many years that we've sent a representative side down. Two games today. Gascoigne at one thirty this afternoon. The Onshore Cup at 4.30. As we said, you can only control what you can control. Win those and uh, fingers crossed. You'll be kicking the frost off the ground at Fremantle Oval tomorrow for the final in Division 3 at quarter to nine in the morning. Yep, that's uh, that's the plan. Good work, Dotty. Uh, all the best for today. We'll try and uh, we'll maybe catch up in on the program next week and just to do a, a recap of what happened in uh, at the Country Champs. No worries, Dad. Thanks for cool. Stephen Dodd, the coach of the North Pilbara Footy Team, the representative side playing in the Nutrient Ag Country Championships in Perth this weekend. Everything sport in the Pilbara. The Pilbara Saturday Sports Show on Triple M.